What is good, everybody, man? Welcome back into the Blue Bloods as we continue our 2023 FCS Player Spotlight. We're joined by one of the best players in the country going into next season. My guy, David Walker, Central Arkansas defensive lineman, was a finalist for the Buck Buchanan, A-Sun Defensive Player of the Year, 22 tackles for loss, 12-plus sacks last season, four for the Bears, man, David, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. How 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 have things been, man, since you exploded onto the FCS scene last season? Man, um, it's it's been good. Um, I like all the um, the exposure, and um, I feel like it was time, you know, because coming from D two, we don't get that much exposure as as FCS. So like, I feel like it was time, you know. And first, I want to just thank my my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for sure. Man, I was I was doing some background research on you, man, and a lot of people might not know. They see you now, and they see the the havoc you cause on the football field. But you were a guy who your high your high school coach was saying your sophomore year, man, you were struggling to get up to like one eighty. You were playing running back, wide receiver, defense, special teams. I mean, you did it all. And when people see you now, they're like, this guy was playing wide receiver in high school, and it's got to be a terrifying thing to think about. What was your recruiting process like? And just was it just the fact of it, it took a little while to grow into, you know, what you are now? Or is it just you felt like some, there was something else kind of holding that process back for you? Yeah, I'll say um, where I come from is pretty small. So, like, we really don't get that much recruitment there. And um, like you said, I was 180, a sophomore. And, like, going into my junior year, like, I skyrocketed. I got up to, like, 220. Um about 5'11", and then, like, that junior summer, I got up to 260. And um, from there, man, it was it was pretty good. And recruiting process, I really didn't get – they recruited that well because of some some uh, some stuff happened, and, um, like, the ACT and stuff like that. But I went to SAU because that was the option. Because what was your what was your experience, like, at the D2 level? Like, when you look I – th- I think – a lot of people, over, like you say, overlook it. So they really don't understand what all goes on at the D2 level. But what was your overall experience like now that you can look back with some hindsight? Um, I feel like it it humbled me, you know, because um, in high school, you're all this. You're the, you're, the, you're the best. And, like, going to D2, I mean, and some of my friends went D1. It kind of, like, humbled me into, like, knowing that I got to work harder. And um, the D2 level, it's not – it's some it's some pretty some pretty good players there. And um, – from my experience at SAU, we had one of the best right tackles in the country in D2 level, and um, I feel like he helped my game a lot. I know Central Arkansas, you've recruited you a little bit out of high school. You had you you, you went and visited some. that You were familiar with them. What was the decision to transfer like? Was Central Arkansas the obvious favorite early, or, or how did you kind of grow into knowing that's where you wanted to end your collegiate career? Yeah, um, in high school, they were recruiting me a little bit, but uh, I tore my ACL and that kind of went downhill. And um, when they hit me back up, my coach was at SAU. He trans, he left and went to Central Arkansas. So I mean, that kind of helped it a lot too. And um, it just felt like home, you know. And this, I'm an hour away from home from my family, and they can come to the games more because SAU was like four hours away. So like, they really didn't want to come that far. But now, yeah. Now that you've played a year at the FCS level, you played two years of D2 football as well. What have been the biggest differences in your opinion? Are there any differences or where, where do you see where you had to kind of take your game up a notch when you, when you transferred to central Arkansas? I'll say um, the talent level is there, but like I'll say the tempo and like the size of 
the the offensive line is different, and like um, the physicality is is kind of different. So I have to just get with my coach and ask him like, what can I work on better? Since I'm not six, a six five guy, you know, and, um, and really just get on film and just find ways that I can get up up my game and like get an upper hand on the the opponents that we face. I did laugh right in this question, man, because I mean. I always ask people their learning experiences, their first season somewhere, especially at the FCS level. But in your first season, you were you finished top three for the most prestigious defensive award. You won the conference defensive player of the year. So looking back, were there any learning experiences? And if so, what was your biggest one last season? Oh, um, you know, um, growing up in a small town, I always had that chip on my shoulder. And um, and I just say, man, I just put my head down and work. I, that's all I knew, like coming from where I'm coming from, that's all we did was work. And um, I knew that like getting here, that I was going to have to up my game a little bit. But I knew that I always knew that I can be the player that that y'all see now. And now it's just showing. Now I just got to keep it. I just got to stay consistent. When you look back now, I mean, we've had a few months since and I'm sure it was surreal in the moment. But when you hear your name and you hear people like myself, analysts, coaches say, David Walker, A-Sun Defensive Player of the Year, Buck Buchanan Award finalist. Coming into the year, you're going to be a consensus FCS All-American again. You're going to be a favorite. What does that mean to you? Now, talking about the kid who was under-recruited coming out of high school, the D2 player, now to be one of the top players in the nation, what does that mean to you personally? Man, it, it means good. It means a lot. But um, I can't let that get to my head, you know, because, like, I still got to produce. And um, I just – I just want to, once again, I want to thank my Lord and Savior for putting me in this position and blessing me with the abilities to to show y'all the talent that I have. And um, just to be honored and like as All-American, as Defense Player of the Year, man, that's amazing. Um, there's been some goals that I have set and that I've achieved. Now I want to get that Defensive Player of the Year in the FCS. One of your coaches, man, he's been active on social media. I've got to hear him talk in a defensive line Twitter space, Coach Tony Davis. He's, I mean – Listen, his track record speaks for itself, his playing and coaching. What is your relationship like with him, and how instrumental has he been to furthering your development as a lineman? Yeah, um, man, he's a he's a great coach. Um, we um, we work on a lot of technical tech, technical stuff, and um, he just likes to – he tell us, man, uh, keep going and uh, never stop working. So, like, we always working. Like, if everybody's just chilling, we're out there working. We're working every day, and uh, he's just – I feel like he's a he's a great coach, honestly. Nathan Brown came into Central Arkansas and really has taken this program on a trajectory where you guys are year in and year out favorites in your conference and favorites to get to the FCS playoffs. What is what is his relationship like with the team and what kind of coach is he like behind the scenes? You know, if with media, we see what he puts in front of the camera, but what is he like with you guys in the locker room? Man, he's a he's he's a great dude. Um he he treats us like his we are his own, and uh, he's just he's always there for us. This is outside of football. Like, if you need anything, he, he's there, and um, I feel like that's just like a great example of a man. And um, and on the field, we are hundred percent. And um, there's I mean, of course, there's days when we're we're off, but um, I feel like he's a great coach, and um, we're we're gonna be decent. We're gonna be pretty good this this upcoming season. I have no doubt. I mean, I think you guys landed multiple top transfers too. I believe you guys landed the A-Sun Offensive Player of the Year, uh, Shandarik Powell, coming in and running back to combine with an already FCS All-American in Darius. So the offense is going to be loaded, and we know what the defense is bringing back. But 
you had an outstanding year, but you said you can't get complacent. You've got to continue that and take it a step forward in 2023. What's one thing in your game that you've worked on the hardest this offseason to improve on going into next season? I'll say my pass rushing. Um, I feel I feel like I got a good pass rush, but I feel like I want to win easier and like get out blocks more faster. And um, yeah, and we've just been working on that, honestly. That is a terrifying thing, given the fact that you were one of the top sack leaders in the country already. 12 sacks, but we still got to get that pass rush even higher. There's some offensive tackles you're facing next season that not happy to hear that. But goals, man, Uh, you've you've achieved a lot of stuff already. But what are your personal goals for the 2023 season at Central Arkansas? Oh, man, um, personal goal. One is to make it to Frisco. Um, That's that's that's. And uh, and another goal is to uh, to do this to repeat the same thing that I did my first year here. Mm. Man, I I love it. I, I love the confidence. But looking at the schedule, you guys got some huge games next year, conference and and out of conference. Is there one game that you're looking forward to the most next season that you're looking at as almost like your statement game? I'll say uh, Oklahoma State for sure. Uh, it's always those FPS ones, man. That's that's pretty, that's where you make your money. So I, I like that. And moving to you know to let people get to know you better, man. So quick hitters here. We're gonna start here. Your favorite pass rush move. If you had one, you've got to get to the quarterback. You can only go with one move. What do you what are you pulling out? I gotta go with the boil chop. I gotta go with that. Uh, I love it, man. It a undefeated sometimes for someone who's played offensive lineman. If you get a guy who who knows how to do that well, man, it's it's unguardable sometimes. You got to be on your toes. But looking at your game, I, everyone has a role model, a a NFL player or, or or a former NFL player they try to model their game after. Who do you model your game after the most on the defensive line? I'll say Aaron Donald for sure, hundred percent. Can't go wrong there. Definitely. <laughs> Welcome to college moment, though, man. This could be last year. This could be at the D2 level. But what was your welcome to college moment where you're like, okay, they got me that time. I got to I got to step it up a notch. Oh, yeah. Um, man, I, I, I've always been fast. And um, I would try to go inside one time and uh, the guard came down on me. And uh, that was my welcome to college moment. He laid me out. Oh, yeah. To get when you get ear hold, man, it's different. Man. <laughs> yeah. But I love it. And trash talking. I'll be honest, man. DBs and D linemen on this show. Every time I talk to an offensive lineman or a wide receiver or an offensive player, they always throw you guys under the bus, man. Are you a big trash talker on Saturdays during the game? No, I don't talk at all. We got some, but I got some, I mean, got teammates that talk, but I don't, I don't let my game do the talking. Who was the biggest trash talker for Central Arkansas last year, man? You can let the people know. Oh, I can't throw them under the bus. <laughs> I can't. I can't but. I love it. Hey, you're a little teammate, man. Listen, I think we're, we're up over 150 interviews on this on, on this show, and you're the first person who said they're not throwing their teammates under the bus. But I love the answer. That's yeah. a true leader right there. But one-on-one, man, what's the number one mistake an offensive lineman can make against you? I'll say uh, that weak hip. If I see it, I got to take it. So I'm going to bull you, and, um, and that's really it. Mm. I love it. And last season, who was the best offensive player you faced in 2022? <laughs> besides Ole Miss? Yeah, besides Ole Miss, yeah. Because that I, 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 get, I, I always forget that because, man, people – because I, I forgot who it was. Someone threw out uh, Jordan Davis. 
yeah. like from Georgia. They play Georgia. It was Michael Hires from Sanford. He was like definitely Jordan Davis. And I'm like, we got to pick another one. I forgot you guys played Georgia last year. Yeah, it was probably um, it was probably Eastern Kentucky for sure. Hey, man, they they got some studs over there. I I definitely know that man. But coming out next season, man, I know you still technically, if you're not saying you got two years of eligibility left, right? Yes, sir. So you still got another year to come back after this, but I'm expecting you to be one of the top NFL draft prospects out of the FCS for the next two seasons, even if you don't decide to declare early. If an NFL franchise asks you what they're going to get in David Walker if they take you in the NFL draft, whether next year or the year after, what do you tell them? Uh, I'm going to say a competitor for sure. Um, I feel like my pursuit to the ball and my relentless effort is is there and uh and i'm gonna display it this shit this upcoming season is that a decision you're gonna make after the season or are you already kind of looking forward to being there for two more seasons um uh, really whatever whatever um the lord takes me that's what i'm gonna do man I, I i love it man david i appreciate you so much man for being on here one of the top players coming back so this is definitely an honor to have you on the show but this is all about player promotion man so let people know where they can follow you on social media man any messages anything you want to promo anything you want to tell the people man this time is yours um i'll say man um you can't get anywhere without believing in jesus christ and um and i feel like that um if you believe in him and you achieve everything that you can do there's nothing that's impossible you know and um that's that's really what i got man i love it real quick before i let you go i saw you went on a mission trip kind of recently i saw i saw on your social media you posted it talk real quick before i let you out of here about what that meant to you and what that experience was for you yeah um that experience it was it was incredible um to go to a different country and um to just to see how the people live and how they treat each other man it was it was something that I'll that I'll remember for the rest of my life. Uh, they had an impact on me because they took me in, even though I didn't speak their language, and they loved me. They loved a stranger, and um, and I feel like we struggle with that back here at home to take people in to love them, and um, and that was the beauty of it. And uh, and, and this summer I'm going down to Vietnam, so. Oh, man, congrats on that. I know that's going to be an amazing experience. But, David, again, I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you so much, guys. Make sure to go follow David. Man, his journey has been amazing so far, and I already know there's going to be two more seasons prime where he's going to set the FCS world on fire. But, guys, follow him on social media. Stay tuned for just his mission trip journey, man. Just follow this guy on social media. He tweets out positivity all the time, updates from all that. So, Make sure to go do that. But guys, stay tuned for more episodes coming soon. But for David, for myself, and for the Blue Bloods, man, we are out for right now.